Welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast. Today is going to be kind of a slightly different episode. Uh, I have a pre-patched patch. Uh, it's actually a performance patch for the show I'm doing in Alexandria on August 10th. Uh, by the time you hear this, that will have already happened. But this episode is kind of me breaking down the patch and kind of exploring some performance techniques because I need this patch to last me a good 15 to 20 minutes, which I don't usually do with uh, more beat or sequenced based music. Usually I'm playing drone or ambient and kind of the form is low and, and slow and kind of minimal. You don't have to worry about synchronizing parts or anything like that. So yeah, I'm gonna, gonna just kind of break down the patch and then jam, basically. So there's actually another layer that I haven't even brought in yet. Let me bring that layer in so you can hear it. This is the full beat. And I can kind of play this bit crushed kind of lead sound, I guess, uh, with the Arturia key step. Right now it's just kind of in a random arpeggio. breaking it down by individual parts, I guess. This bass part is the even VCO. I'm using the sine and the triangle wave outputs, both going into the channels A and B of the Bifaco Chopping Kinky Wave Folder. And I'm basically sending the same envelope to both wave folder channels. And I'm taking the chop out, which is kind of a mix of both. I think when there's no CV present, uh, it kind of... I'm not sure exactly how it decides which one is louder, but they kind of, it mixes the two channels in some way. With a CV, you can kind of just swap between channels.
yeah, it gives us a nice beefy bass sound, that layering of the triangle and the uh, um, sine, and then the wave folding of them both is super awesome. I am sequencing the Even VCO with the Ornament and Crime, and what I've done is I've loaded up the original firmware on my Micro Ornament and Crime, and then I've got the Hemispheres firmware on the kind of larger DIY one that I built. So I've mixed and matched the firmwares now, basically, because I missed having a dedicated sequencer app, uh, which there's not... I mean, I guess there's the Sequence 5 on the Hemispheres, but that is nothing compared to the Sequence app on the regular firmware because you can sequence up to 16 steps, but then you can change those 16-step sequences, which is what I've done here. I've chained four 16-step sequences, so we get a nice long pattern. So yeah, Maths is providing the envelope, and Chopping Kinky is actually acting as our VCA as well, and that is another thing that I love about that module. So I guess we'll move on to the drums next. So for the kick, I've gone with the good old trusty uh, self-oscillating SVF filter from Schlob. And I'm using an envelope to, you know, control the frequency cutoff and the amplitude of the VCA for that filter. Just gives us a nice beefy kick. And so I'm also using the WMD Kraken and the Noise Engineering Basilis Ateritas. The Kraken is all that kind of weird percussive snare sound stuff that you hear. Turn off the bass so you can hear better. I'm also running the Kraken through the Pico DSP in the distortion mode just to give it a little bit more. I felt it was getting lost uh, in the mix a little bit. And then the hi-hat sound is the Basimilis. Uh, for the Basimilis, I'm using a Euclidean rhythm from the Little Nerd to trigger it. But then I've also... Basically, I'm using a crossfader on the MC3A so I can crossfade between two different trigger uh, sequences. So one side is the Euclidean rhythm, and the other side is the random pulse out from the Pico R&D. So I can kind of vary the hat rhythm as I, as I choose. I can kind of have both, which is like the most amount of triggers I can get. And for the Kraken, I'm just kind of getting that backbeat hit from the sampling modulator. And then I'm getting the kind of rim hits from the numeric repetitor. I'm using the product one and product two outputs. And they're going to the sequential switch app, applet, on the Ornament and Crime. And so then I'm using 
the D output from the little nerd, which is like kind of like a probabilistic trigger. You know, sometimes the trigger goes through, sometimes it doesn't. And that is what is triggering the sequential switch. So sometimes we're getting product one, sometimes we're getting product two. This varies that snare rim rhythm. It was something, I don't know, really interesting. I'm modulating the shell with a sample and hold. The sample and hold from the Pico R&D to be specific. And that's kind of what's giving us those different pitched sounds from the snare. Oh, and I should mention the kick triggers are coming from the prime output on the numeric repetitor. And that just so happens to sync up really nicely with our bass line rhythm. You'll notice the kick kind of follows where the bass kind of hits a lot of the time. So that gives us a really solid, like, rhythmic foundation. The bass ties in with the kick, but then we've also got these other interesting percussive things happening on top of that. sequence, also sequenced from the Ornament and Crime with the original firmware, uh, is the Cursus Ateritas. I'm running it through the DIY Multimode VCF from Erica Synths. I'm in the Bandpass mode. And I'm modulating the center on the Cursus. With the smooth output from the DIY Swamp. I'm sending the envelope I'm using to, you know, control the volume. I'm sending that to the filter as well. It's coming from the rampage, the envelope that is. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Kind of self-explanatory, just a little higher pitched lead. Not really lead, like sparkly pattern. Uh, and I'm running that through the mimeophone, which is tempo synced. And I'm using the ping pong function, which I don't usually use. Usually I turn on the skew and then kind of hold the skew to get the like swap delay, which is kind of ping pong, but like stereo, something like that. Wavetable VCO. Sequenced by the Arteria key step.
mod hooked up to the angle grinder filter, which the Black Wave Total VCO is going through. And then the Black Wave Total VCO is going through the Dr. Crush applet on the Ornament and Crime. Uh, the other one with the Hemisphere Spermware. So that's where we're getting our Bit Crush sound, since I don't have the Pittsburgh Modular Crush in the system at the moment. I love the way that that sounds when you filter something before Bit Crush. Sounds so cool and like kind of vocally almost. Anyways, I'm also mixing the sub and the regular out from the Wavetable VCO with the other crossfader on the MC3A. And what I'm doing is getting kind of a random flip-flop from the E output of the Little Nerd and using that to kind of give us one or the other because uh, I've got the crossfader turned all the way down and then the, the flip-flop just kind of goes high so it's like I'm either getting the sub or when it goes high I'm getting the higher octave basically so it's kind of changing the octave of the black wave to a VCO randomly And then that is going through the Dismodus Versio with the Shimmer Reverb. Gotta love it. My envelope for that is coming from Maths. Uh, my envelope for the kick is coming from Rampage. Mixing the drums with the Vinner Crystal, uh, the I'm mixing the drums with the Vinner Crystal VCA, and then I'm using the Quad VCA mixer for um, the bass, the lead, and the kind of higher sequenced part. And of course, I'm using the Dipkit mutes. I've got one mute for the drums, and then another for each of the three synth parts. And then I can kind of mute individual drums by with the mixer, the Vinner Crystal VCA mixer. So yeah, how am I going to make this last for a long time? Well, I figure, you know, you start slow, you start kind of how I started the intro to the podcast. You know, we just kind of fade this higher sequence in. Let it kind of repeat you know, once or twice. Then we bring in the hats, you know, kind of build the drum beat up one element at a time. Thank you. 
you know, I can play with bringing in the bass because the mutes have two sides. You know, one side they just go on, in the middle they're off, but the other side is like a momentary. So I can kind of try to just kind of like interject a few bass notes here and there, kind of introduce the bass sound, you know. Just kind of mix it up a little bit. bring in the kick and I kind of mute the drums for kind of that kind of solo moment before everything kicks back in again. While that's muted I can just quickly turn up the kick drum and then when I bring the whole drum section back in you know it's punchy with the kick. Like at this point, like what's some things I can do to add interest before bringing in that fourth element, kind of adding more to the beat. Um, a couple of things you can do, um, at least with this patch, uh, is either turn up the envelope length on the bass or just kind of crank one of the knobs on the chopping kinky to just open, like have the waveform always kind of going. Instead of it, you know, muting the signal, just kind of like this. You know, just kind of like rhythmically. Again, I can also turn up the length of the envelope. all the way up but then turn the attenuverters for the CV into the negative so it'll kind of have a swelling effect.
also mess with the hi-hat pattern like I like I said before I'm now interjecting those random triggers into the mix and the same thing I did with the wave folder I can kind of do with the filter where I can invert the envelope to kind of make it swell into the sound a little bit more Bringing things in and out is always really effective. probably won't fade that in like that. It's just kind of experimenting. Sometimes things don't work.
I've also got the envelope for the amplitude of the black wave tool reseal part going to the filter on the angle grinder, but I've got it going into the attenuated filter input, so I can usually probably turn it down, but then later I can crank that envelope up in the filter and kind of get a, a different sound, which is what I was doing there. accentuates that kind of like big crushy vocally sound. So I'll probably do one section with the other higher sequence part and you know the bass and the drums and then do another section with this kind of lead part and the bass and the drums before I kind of put everything together.
so I can also kind of just improvise with the key step. I'm in the arpeggiator mode. It's going to just randomly play from the notes that I play in a chord. You know, I can just kind of play one note, which also sounds like it's jumping in octaves because of the uh, kind of built-in modulation. Uh, but I could turn that down on the MC3A. get a single note all the time.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, even though it wasn't kind of a regular one. Just kind of listening to the same thing over 40 minutes. Hopefully it wasn't too boring. If it wasn't, then that's great because my performance only has to be half of that time. As always, check out patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity if you'd like patch notes to vote in the polls, bonus episodes, uh, raw modular recordings. That's patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity, N-U-L-L-P-H-I-Infinity. Shout out to Gray Series, David Johnson. Patrick O'Brien, Joby Springsteen, Tom Davis, Synthador, and Rick Post. I'll see you next week for more patching.